Hey, hey, my friend, welcome back to another episode of the Meds Bad Marketing Show. Have you been thinking about creating a YouTube account for your med spa or aesthetic practice and not sure if it's right for you? In today's episode, we're going to discuss content for YouTube, formats to create your content, if YouTube is for you or if it isn't, how YouTube can help your practice, tools to help you create the content and optimize your content, and mm. the most important part, the do's and don'ts of content creation. All right, let's jump in. Welcome to the Medical Spa Marketing Show, a podcast dedicated to helping you market your medical aesthetic practice, be it a skincare clinic, plastic surgery, dermatologist, and of course, our medical spas. I'm here to help you learn all the tips and tricks on how to get your medical spa noticed on social media, increase your visibility on Google, generate leads through different channels, and optimize marketing automations so it works for you while you sleep. Get ready to see successful results in no time. All right, let's do this. Let's talk some stats. YouTube has 2.7 billion monthly active users, and that only grows year over year. 18 million people pay YouTube in the form of subscribers or music promotion. In the US alone, there are 239 million YouTube users. So under, nine, under the age of 18, we have 9.29%. So they are the people we know who are not your clients. But if we look at the age range of 19 to 34, 24% of the active users in the US are between that age range. So essentially we know anywhere between 60 to 90% can definitely be your target market. On average, users spend about 49.7 minutes a day on YouTube, and it's only increasing every year with 1 billion hours of video viewed daily. So think of how your YouTube can potentially crack into that 1 billion of hours of video content that people are watching every day. 70% of YouTube views come from smartphones and tablets. Now I don't follow that in myself. If I do have YouTube on my phone, I have the, the paid subscription. So I just close my phone and it's generally listening to music. But what I do do for YouTube, and I know this is going to be in a piece that we're talked to, I watch video podcasts on YouTube on the telly. So that's just me. But let's get back to the stats. Every minute, approximately 500 hours of videos are uploaded to YouTube and more than 100 million watch TV in the US. So I'm not in the US, but hello, that's me. I watch it on the TV. So that's particularly good if you're creating really long form videos. And if we're talking about ads for my people who run Google ads, you shouldn't consider adding YouTube into the mix. So YouTube is owned by Google. So if you're running search ads on Google, definitely want to have a look at getting some YouTube ads into the mix because 70% of people said they have bought something after seeing an ad on YouTube. So consider that as of this recording, we are March 1st. Just don't think I'm going to be listening to this is a different date. Stats change, numbers change, the platforms change. It's mostly the platforms change, but right now YouTube has two main forms of video content. So then you have your 
traditional long form video content that's in a landscape version. And that's mainly what we're going to talk about today. When I say long form, it's technically now we're living in a, in age of vertical video content could be anywhere from 15 seconds, maybe shorter than 15 seconds to three minutes. So when we're talking long form for YouTube, it's anything over 60 seconds. So long form video over 60 seconds, I know that sounds crazy, but okay, just for how we're going to talk today, that's going to be the difference where we're going to talk about long form. So that's our traditional YouTube, what's kind of been around from the start. And then we have our YouTube shorts, which is basically the same as Instagram reels, TikToks. It's portrait video on YouTube. It's under 60 seconds. Instagram, we get 90 seconds. TikTok, I think it's up to 10 minutes now. They are our two main focuses when it comes to YouTube. For today's episode, I want to really focus on the main long form videos. Okay, we've got our solid foundation about YouTube types of content. Now let's talk about why you would use YouTube for your meds well. Number one piece for me is long term SEO. SEO being found essentially is what we're looking for with the SEO when people are searching. So as I mentioned earlier, Google owns YouTube. But YouTube is the second largest search engine. It's bigger than Yahoo or Bing. 1.3 trillion users in 2023 on YouTube traffic came from a search serving as the top source at 83.6%. This means somebody conducted a search on a search engine, more than likely going to be Google, at 1.3 trillion visits to YouTube because of a search engine search. So that's what we want to take the power of is when somebody is searching on a search engine that the YouTube video can come up in the results. But we also have to then harness the power of YouTube as its own search engine. So people will search on YouTube for the answer that they're looking for, but and then hopefully the video gets found. But then we also want to get the people who are searching on a search engine that the video also gets suggested. So just like the content you create for SEO, it only gets better over time. It's why it's my favorite social media tool to use. It's not just you record it, you pop it on social media, it goes out there for 24, 48, cool, could even get to a week and then it dies off. It only gets better. So we're not for the here and now when it comes to our long form video. It's something that's going to get better over time. I've made videos two or three years ago that I still get traffic from. I get comments, I get traffic back to my website. The fact that your video will improve over time makes the time and effort that you put into creating the video all worthwhile. Sometimes the same effort goes into creating social media content. I want you right now just to not get overwhelmed by the process. Creating a YouTube video more can actually be easier than creating your social media video because the social media video has to have the crazy hook, has to have all the other elements to go with it, trending pieces, all of that. Whereas when it comes to creating YouTube, there's a nice simple formula for creating your content and we'll talk about the do's and don'ts and how to actually do that. 
but people are there for the long form content. They're there for the information. So it's more relaxed. You can sit there at your, at your screen. You do not need to have the effort of creating like a TikTok trending type of video. So it's another reason why I prefer YouTube videos over creating the trending or when you see your social media person come in and you're like, oh no, what did they hear? What are they going to make me do? So it's just as easy to do a YouTube video as it is for your social media content. Let's talk about if we're starting with YouTube as your main source of content and how we can easily repurpose that content. What does the repurposing actually look like? And just for if you have not heard the term repurposing and um, for your content, essentially it is we have one nice big piece of content and then we're able to take that piece of content and turn it into many other different pieces of content. So what does that look like? So we're going to take our main video and we're going to turn it into a blog post and then that blog post lives on your website. So you can use a tool like Descript to take your content and within a few clicks, you can remove your ums and ahs. Descript is my favorite tool that it has a AI function built in and you can simply ask Descript to take your content. So we've uploaded our video into Descript. Descript transcribes it and then you click on ask AI. Hey, AI, turn this into a blog post and put it into headings and paragraphs and it will tidy up your entire video and we'll put it in the format of a blog post. And all you need to do then is clean up any pieces, spelling mistakes, all that kind of stuff, and put it on your website. I do that from this podcast here. So I record the podcast and then I simply ask the AI tool to, hey, take what I said and turn it into a blog post. And the best part is it's all your content. So you're not having to worry about like the traditional AI, hey, write me a blog post on this or chat GPT and it just spits out all the common stuff from the internet and then everybody has the same blog post. If you create the video and then you're asking AI to tidy it up, it's all you, it's what makes you different. So then you have the content that represents you on the website. You're just using AI to take advantage of what you've already done. So. Descript, D-E-S-C-R-I-P-T, and I'll pop a link in the show notes for it. Next up about repurposing, you take your YouTube video and then you repurpose it into YouTube shorts, TikToks, and Reels. You want to take a tool like Opus. What Opus does is it takes your YouTube video, you can just pop your link into Opus, and it will cut up your long-form video into bite-sized content. So then you've got content to be able to repurpose from your long form video onto YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and that's it. It's all done for you. It could not be any easier. It will make, give you your captions. It will make it look like TikToks. It will put some B-roll in the back of your video. Opus, the script, put them together. And all they've done is record the video once. You can have your blog post like we talked about within 15 minutes on your website. You can have your repurposed content depending on how long your video is. You've got content for months if you're spacing it out so you're not using it together so it's not the same video that's popping up. It will make your life so much easier. So you're getting so much more out of 
very little effort in having to recreate blog posts. You're not having to ask somebody to create blog posts. You're not going to have to hire a writer to create your blog post. And then if you're managing your social or you have a small team, you don't have anybody else to do your social media. By sitting down and doing your long form video, you'll have content to spread out for the next few months. Next, you will turn it into Instagram carousel. So you can use the tip, he didn't use the tip. You can use a tool like the script or other AI tools. There's a new tool, I think it's called Nitro Carousel or Ninja Carousel, something like that. I will find it and I'll put it in, in the show notes. So what you would do with these tools then is, hey, find me five key headlines are up to 10, depending on what you want to do with your carousel post. And they will pull in what you have spoken about in your, in your video. So we know carousel posts do really, really well on Instagram. So you can use your video to pull out the key points and then create nice, beautiful carousels that get your engagement all from within a few clicks. The longest part about this will be designing your carousel or if you use the, the tool for creating the carousels that actually gives you templates and it will plug in the information. So you copy and paste the transcript. I've only used it once. I haven't actually gone ahead and used it. But once you have a template to go with, it's going to get a lot easier. I always recommend if you, if you have carousels, have yourself a few different templates and then you can just populate it. If you're doing one carousel a week, you can just alternate the colors, use your brand colors, make it different. So, but you're still just populating the template each time. If it's a particularly long form video, like five minutes plus, you can strip the audio and create a podcast. So podcasting on YouTube is getting really popular. There's a whole team dedicated at Google now for video podcasts. So you can strip the audio from the video itself. Now I use Hello Audio for my podcast, but if I recorded this as a video podcast, I could just upload the video to Hello Audio and it will just strip the audio from the video. So I don't need to do any additional steps to be able to use it for a podcast. If you are going to have a podcast, I would recommend making it a video podcast. So you could read video podcast onto the audio podcast and they're two separate channels. They could not be any more different because the people who watch the video podcast are a certain type of person, the person who watches or listens to audio podcasts and you've got your Apple people, you've got your Android people, but Creating a podcast can really benefit your, your business. So I would recommend looking into doing a podcast if you're going to make YouTube one of your channels where you're actually going to be creating content that is five minutes, 10 minutes, but however long it happens to be. One of my favorites and one of the best performing ways to repurpose your content that is so underutilized is to write emails. So many are not as how would I say this. So, so many people will just send that email of special offers all the time. But what if you're using your emails to send educational pieces, the information that people want to hear? And it is so cool. And surprise, surprise, I use this script for this too. So we take our long form video, you've got it transcribed, you ask the AI, hey, write me an email and boom, here's my email. Here's what I need to say. And what you will do in your email is link it out to YouTube or link it to the blog post or link it to the podcast where whatever it happens to be. 
And while I'm here, you want to make sure you're embedding your YouTube videos on your blog post if you actually repurpose it that way. I'm pretty sure there are more ways to repurpose your video, but these are pretty solid ways to generate content from one piece of content, which is your YouTube video. The main reason why I would get anybody who works in a med spa to create a YouTube video is the same key to put it on your website. So if we're on a service page talking about Morpheus, well, then I'm going to have a video matching up to Morpheus and I'm going to put it on YouTube because then if you're searching YouTube or you're Google searching Morpheus, we have a chance that the video is going to pop up and then the more content that's driven to the video, the better. And then if you're searching for it online, the video is only going to enhance the search engine ranking of the actual page on Morpheus and all the good signals will be going back to Google. So if you do nothing else, that's all I want you to take from here. Yes, I know it's always a bit effort for the, the rest of the stuff that we spoke about. But if you're just creating a YouTube video for each of your services and embedding that video on your service page, happy days. That is going to make all the difference in conversion. Like you're building your credibility. You're giving people the answers. The people who like to watch videos are going to prefer it over the text that's on the page. So you're optimizing for all, all varieties of people right there on your page. Other reasons that you should consider for creating a YouTube channel, like I just hit on there is the credibility. You can reach anybody around the world especially if you happen to be a plastic surgeon, it, it, there is a hell of a lot more research that will go in and people will travel. If people will travel for med, med spas, but they won't travel as much as they will travel for an expert plastic surgeon. If you're on there answering and addressing people's concerns, you're instantly building credibility. And we spoke about it, I think it was our last episode or the one before, how you can build your own credibility, be it good or be it bad. Building your credibility will definitely serve you very, very well. And the bonus on top of it all is passive income. You can earn a lot of money on YouTube. Like if you look at Dr. Tony Yoon, I think he's, I don't know what stage he's up, but he has definitely a YouTube award. Like he creates really good content and he is rewarded, but you will also be eligible once you get up to the quota. I think it's 1000 subscribers and I can't remember the hour watch time. So there's two pieces to be eligible to monetize your YouTube account. I'll pop it in the show notes because I'll have it handy. That is watch time plus subscribers and the watch time went in the last year and it can be broken down to the watch time on short versus the watch time on what we're talking about long form video. But I do know that 1000 subscribers is the minimum on that front. So what kind of tools will help you optimize your content? Number one, favorite TubeBuddy. So TubeBuddy is a tool that will help you create a great headline, description, thumbnail, and ensure you, everything is optimized to be found on Google. So essentially what it does is it takes what you've put in for your YouTube video, and then it will use its own tool to analyze the likelihood that you will be found, who your competitors are, what their thumbnail looks like, how many searches there are, and how the current video stands. So TubeBuddy, T-U-B-E, Buddy, B-U-D-D-Y. I'll put that in the show notes. That can make or break how well a video will perform. And it embeds naturally within um, Google Chrome. And it's like 
before you would be in the dark zone. Some people aren't so creative or they just label the video as it is. They don't really think too much about it. Where you can optimize your video in 10 minutes by using a tool like TubeBuddy. YouTube has released as of today, or it's been this, it's, it's in beta right now. So I don't know whether you might be aware of a tool called CapCut to help you actually create the video. It's working on its own version of that. I will also pop that in the show notes. And then you can use YouTube Studio to help tidy up your video. So that's natively built in within YouTube. And then if you haven't heard it, the whole podcast, the script and Opus are amazing tools. And for shooting the content, do not get over fancy. You can sit there with Zoom on your desktop and talk to Zoom. You can just record the video on any native tool on your desktop. You can use your smartphone. It does not need to be fancy. We do not need to have a video background. We do not need to have a terrific microphone. Microphone, you can use um, the script again to make the sound sound a lot better. So don't let that go against you. You can go onto Amazon and buy wireless microphones that are little um, lapel microphones for 20 to $30. So that's inexpensive. You can easily get them. They just sync into your phone, pop your phone on a tripod and off you go and hit record. So that should not even be considered as a barrier. We are not out here to be YouTubers. We do not need our fancy sets. You just need to give good information. Giving good information, people can, oh, I, I say overlook a bad background, but nobody really cares about it. The one thing people do care about is sound. If the sound is really bad, that's going to stop people from being able to listen. But if you're giving the, if you're giving good information, people can look past not the best sound, but you definitely can't have poor sound. And then, as I said, you can use a tool like the script that will remove certain noises and then if you're even recording with the native Mac or PC microphone, it will up the studio sound and make sure everything sounds a lot better. So there's zero excuse about, oh, I need to buy this to prep. Oh, I don't have this. No, you have the tools. If you have a laptop, you have a camera on your phone, you are good enough to create a YouTube video. And I want to quickly talk about the do's and don'ts when it comes to YouTube videos, because this can make all the difference of somebody watching your video and somebody not watching your video. And this one, <laughs> I can only say this goes across the board. This goes, if you're creating um, TikToks, Instagram reels, I do not need to hear that you're a doctor, whoever at all. I do not need the whole introduction of, hello, welcome to my practice and I'm Dr. So-and-so and all this stuff, people do not care who you are at this stage. You can open up your video about Morpheus and what Morpheus can address. We want to have a nice hook. Can Morpheus help fix your sagging eyelids? Can Morpheus help fix your creepy neck? That's what I want to know. I don't want to know who and what you are. If I find the information really good, I'll go find out who you are. And I'm a TikTok addict. And the amount of times, nurse practitioners, doctors, let's talk about the five biggest mistakes you can get when you make, when you get filler. Hi, I'm such and such and such. I'm this and this is what I'm going to do. Oh, I am gone. 
I actually wanted to watch the video and this just tells you people's patience. I was hooked by, yes, I want to hear more about what you're talking about. Am I going to sit through you telling me who you are? Absolutely not. It's the same goes for realtors or anybody. Nobody needs to say who they are. You're giving information. Like, I'm not going to say, hey, I'm Pam and I'm this and I can help you with your marketing and I can do all this kind of stuff. No, who cares? They're there to find out how to do something. So give them the information. Make it fast. Make it quick. Zero fluff. YouTube is not the place for fluff. You do not need to fluff out your content and build out stories or anything like that. Unless you're talking about a story about when facelift went really bad or the time where you fix somebody's mistake, you can build story times into there. But do not tell them who you are. You can use the lower third. You can have doctor so-and-so or nurse or injector and just talk about that. Like that can be in your lower third. Do not tell them who you are. All right, rant over my next piece that irks me is in today's video, now this is always a great one. In today's video, we're gonna talk about how you can slim your jawline without surgical intervention. Okay, that's our hook. And then next of all, we're taken into, cause you've got a fancy video editor or you've got fancy whatever, who can go create it. And now we're into like a mini ad break essentially for your, your practice. No, no, no. I will give you a swoosh at the most, like a where it just like goes past the screen, but that's the most. Okay, in today's video, we're gonna talk about how you can have non-surgical or less invasive ways to get a slimmer jawline. Now we're gonna talk about, okay, first up we've got Botox. So we'll talk about the master Botox. Talk about how we can get skin tightening. Talk about trends, whatever happens to be, that's what you wanna talk about. We do not need to go into the long, when I say long, I'm talking like more than two seconds of an intro. No, it's not needed. Again, I'm on to the next video. So do not have long intros and avoid them if you can. It's not needed. Next one, nice and simple editing tool that you should be doing is jump cuts. I know I said in the last one, we are not getting fancy, but we're not. And what I talk about a jump cut is you can do this on it within Google's, um, or within YouTube Studio, Google, YouTube, same thing. It's just zoom in, zoom out. So if you're talking about something and it's 20 seconds later, just um, zoom in and let that be for the next 20 seconds and then jump out. It just helps keep the user more involved in the video, more interested, and it's simple. We don't need to get fancy with B-roll or anything like that, just slightly changing the perspective on what's actually shown. And even if it's just your face, I will record a YouTube video just sitting here at the screen and I'll just zoom in and out on my face. That's it. Nothing else needs to needs to happen at that stage. So that's the nice, simple way to keep your videos. Um, I, I use the word entertaining, but yeah, it's gonna keep their interest. As I hinted earlier, you keep it on point. There's no room for fluff here. YouTube goes on watch time. So the more you get to your watch time completion towards 100%, the better. So if the video can be two minutes, it's two minutes. Do not make the video five minutes. Nobody needs to hear the video go longer than five minutes. People will try speed up the video, they'll cut through, and then they'll just leave. So keep it on point. YouTube also wants to keep people on platform. So optimize your content. I'm not going to get into all the ins and outs of YouTube here, but Within YouTube, you can create playlists, 
you can say, okay, I want you to show this video next. So you want to keep people on the platform. Same goes for all social media. So having links everywhere within your description is not going to help you. If somebody really wants to find you, and I say really, I don't even mean that. Like if I watch your video and I want to learn more about your practice, I will easily find you. I'm, I'm off, I go, I've opened up a browser. I've, I've looked up your practice, your name, whatever happens to be. And there we are. Everything is fine. I'm on your page. I'm doing the action. I will make a consultation. I'll fill in a form. I'll follow you on Instagram. I'll do all the things once I know you're the right person for me. So in order for, for people to find out you're the right person for them is to give them the information and not gatekeep by fluffy introductions, putting intros, video intros into your videos. Keep it short and sweet. And finally, you want to optimize your bio. Essentially, it's the welcome screen and the welcome video. Again, do not need to welcome them and introduce your video. Here's who, like you can say, here's who I am. This is who I can help. This is why you want to watch the channel and stay around more. You don't want to sell and ask people to book consultations or go do unnecessary actions like go to Real Self or to check out this or to check out that. If you're asking them to check it out, pop it in the, hey, I have my video playlist below. You can go through and see the before and afters. You can go through and see whatever we need to do to make sure people are able to make the next progression. People make the progression without asking, without you asking them to do it. So don't overthink it. And if you have videos on YouTube right now, use the YouTube studio to cut out I'm whoever and to cut out the intros. It does look good to you. But people are only there for the information. They do not care about fancy intros, tours around your premises, or who you are at this stage. And if I know who you are, and I see you come up as the answer, I'm like, oh yeah, they know what they're talking about, so I'm going to watch that video. So there you have it, friend. Is YouTube for you? Is it not for you? Who knows? But I hope you've learned what exactly you can get from creating a YouTube channel to be able to help people give them the information that they're asking for and you benefit from it. That's it for today's episode. I will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to the Medical Spa Marketing Show. My goal is to empower and inspire you to take your medical aesthetic practice to the next level. Don't forget that success requires dedication and hard work. But with the right mindset and strategy, anything is possible. So go out there and make it happen, friend. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss the next episode so you can gain more valuable insights and tips on how to market your medical aesthetic practice. In the meantime, you can follow us over on Instagram at Vibrant Marketing Online. Talk to you soon.